Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi everybody, it's Marsha Casper Cook and it's A Good Story is a Good Story and it's Michigan Avenue Media and World of Ink Network and it's a lot of everything and we have two really great people on today and um, they're not really guests, we'll be like all like hosts I guess because Bennett Pomeranz is a host and he's back and Elizabeth Black is a host so it should be very entertaining today and uh, we're probably going to talk about how to promote yourself while being a host <laughs> And that's what we're going to do, and or being on a show because radio shows are a really great way to promote yourself and have fun at the same time. And uh, so I'm going to. I I should say that I am a writer, screenwriter. um, I have an electronic business, and um, I love writing, and I love doing the shows. I've done them for almost nine years. And I think I did nine years. I was thinking about this the other day that when I said it was eight years, it's um, I, in a bio I wrote, it, I forgot about that I was on Red River. So it's probably over nine now, which is what I thought it was. And anyway, we're going to have a great show today. And um, I'm going to say hello to Elizabeth and Bennett. And uh, we're going to let Bennett talk first probably because Bennett is back and he's got a show on and mm-hmm. he was very ill. And now we're really happy. Oh, come Elizabeth, on. Let Elizabeth talk. Okay, all right, it's let's her talk. Turn. All right, so let's, all right, Elizabeth, come out and then we'll let Bennett talk. Elizabeth, hi. Oh, okay. How are you? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. 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 And uh, you know, I used to work in the movies and you know all that sort of thing, you know, movies and television. And you know, I'm here today to do another. I love doing the podcast, and so I'm here again to do another one. I know they're really fun. And Bennett is back. He's been ill, and he has uh, he has a show later. But it's really great to have him the first time he's back in a while on our show because that's. I think I actually met Elizabeth from Bennett. I mean, I met a lot of people from Bennett. Yes, was you one did. On the show. Yeah, I think yes, I did. did. Yes, right. I met a lot of people uh, after Bennett and I became friends, and he was on our show, and she introduced me to really a lot of people. And so um, I know a lot of people, but we have all still kept in touch, which is a good thing, and we're very happy to have Bennett back. So, hi, Bennett. Hi, how are you? 
You're sounding great. You're sounding good and well rested. A little, a little hoarse because of the cold, but that's okay. Yeah, we all we all live in all three of us are living in cold places. Not exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> we all have snow. <laughs> snow, and I we're going to have in Chicago sleep. Snow. I know. Well, I hate I'm ice. So tired uh, ice. Of snow. Yeah. I, I, Hurry up, it's ice. Yeah. yeah, I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. <laughs> Once January is over, I feel like so much better. But I, even though I know February is not great, I still am really happy when January is over, and then we're just we're moving the right way. You know, so well, I, I, I got happy. My birthday without if I can get past my birthday without much snow, then I'm happy. My birthday is in the middle of March. So once we make it well, down, you're lucky. Yeah. My birthday is the 28th of February. It's mm, the I'm big one. I'm in August. Yep. I'm in August. No, baby. it's the big one. Well, there are no big ones. There's only birthdays. <laughs> right, okay, that's well, it's the six <laughs> ohm one. Oh, it's a good one. I can't say the name. I can only say six o. Oh. See, I know oh. it's not it's not about age really. You know, my grandmother, she was like 101 when she died, and she never liked to tell her age and I never understood it till I got older. <laughs> now I understand it. But, you know, I mean, it, it age is just a number. It really is. I mean, when you look at all the age people, is a great you know, number, but the problem is I can't handle this birthday. I can handle well, it, but I can't handle it. It's like it's the big 6. Mm-hmm. But Let's look yes. at it this well, way. You were through a lot and you came back. So you're here for a reason, right? That's how you got There's look a at song it. from Barry Manilow sings <laughs> I went through the rain and kept my perspective. I made it through the rain and kept my point of view. I and made you it haven't changed one bit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I know. But no, but, I okay. my perspective. Right here, I'm going to ask you because the first, because you are, and I've always said this, great at promoting yourself. I, on the other hand, have never been great. However, even when I saw you online on Facebook, you said you were being on the show, and then you were having your own show. So tell everybody what you think. Or, and how you decide to promote yourself, to get yourself out of there. It's, I think it's difficult to promote yourself. I think you do a great job at it. Tell us how you do this. Well, for one, I do a show like yours, and I show them that I'm a human being, and they say, wow, you're neat. And I go, yeah. And usually a week later, three days later, they'll listen to the archive. Are you the same Bennett Pomerantz I heard on Mar- on the whatever show? Yeah. Ooh. It's, it's very popular own? now, yes, Black I... Talk. It is popular now. Oh, I know, but it's it's amazing. Somebody will email me or drop me a line of like, you're famous. I'm like, okay. I always well, remembered. Uh, do you I feel think, famous? I, think, uh, I, I don't feel I think, any different. I, no, I, I, this was funny. I was in line in Target. My microwave had broken. I had a microwave in my cart. And lo and behold, I'm in Target shopping. And the woman saw my picture on um, Blog Truck Radio picture in my Facebook and in some other sites. And she's like, you're the radio guy. Yes, ma'am. But you're famous. Yes, ma'am. 
doing here? <laughs> right. And we're turning said, the microwave. Yeah, right. No, no, I'm <laughs> buy, I said I'm buying a microwave. She says, don't you have people to do that for you? <laughs> right, people. <laughs> and I smiled and said, I gave them the day off. Yeah, well, that's a good answer. I don't know. You know, it's interesting. I After all these years, I really don't have that many people on from Chicago. I have people on from all over Australia, different areas, but I don't know what that is. I, I actually don't. New York, Florida, California. It's weird. I don't really know why there. I haven't had that many Chicago guests on, which is unusual, but I just don't. I don't know why. I can't figure that out. You know, the people that I know and that I've always been involved with are probably are people <clears throat> East Coast. Maybe because I was an agent for the, in the East Coast because my WGA was East, maybe that's how I just got involved with East people because it is different, you know, East and West. And, you know, when I did screenplays and was an agent, it's divided that way. But it's so, I don't know. It just seems so funny that a lot of people are not on the show from Chicago. I, I don't know. I, well, I love Diane Chapman. Diane Chapman gave me my radio start. Is she from Chicago? She's not from Chicago. She, originally she was. Oh, really? But then she oh. moved out to KUCI, yeah. FM. Okay. i, I got to get the call writers right because I don't want to die. Um, and she did radio, and it was so much fun. She said, I'll get a guest or two. I had Will Eisner, I had uh, Bruce Colville, I had guests. And I'm sitting there, you know, and we're palling around. And I know Bruce. Uh, he's a wonderful children's author. He's semi-retired. He's still working, but he's semi-retired. But Bruce, is, if you hear me, I love you, baby. It's great. Um, <laughs> but, but, and, and, I hate to say it, I'm I'm telling stories. Elizabeth Black is pretty damn talented. Oh, she, Elizabeth <laughs> Elizabeth has the greatest guests. I've met so many people from Elizabeth uh, in the whole horror community. I, I mean, everybody we've ever had on is a great show. And Elizabeth, you meet all these people in person because yeah, you go to a, a lot of you go to a lot of events. I will tell Elizabeth, let me tell Elizabeth Black story because oh, okay. I think this is adorable. I'm uh, My quote is on the back of Elizabeth Black's book. It might be uh, uh, true or not, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't hear you, I'm sorry. <laughs> she said, yep. Yeah, you're talking about Don't Call Me Baby, right? Yes, Don't Call Me Baby. Yeah. My yeah. quote uh-huh. is on the back of her book. Somebody picks up the book. I was a guest at a convention. This is you. You're famous. <laughs> I said, it's just a quote, ma'am. But you're famous. Will you sign this book? <laughs> sure. So I opened the book to the back cover and signed it. <laughs> <laughs> But Elizabeth, enjoy you know, reading you know, it. I mean, uh, the store, the show, the shows that we've had, you know, really, you know, uh, it, it brings horror writers in, and you know, which Elizabeth and I talk about all the time, is that 
because people don't realize how horror writers are just the same as everybody else. Wouldn't you agree, <laughs> Elizabeth? What oh, yeah. We're, that's we're that's like people. what happened. No, 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 no. Don't lie. There's skeletons all over the place and, and all oh, the blood so nice and gore. Skeletons. Oh, but they're nice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're well trained. <laughs> you know I'm playing with you. Oh, I but know you know, but over the years, yeah, because you know, you know, but promoting yourself is, I, I find very difficult. Elizabeth, what about you? Yeah, it, it is difficult. Like what worked five years ago doesn't work anymore, and no. it's a matter of you have to constantly be reselling yourself in different yeah. ways just to keep up with uh, with the changes. There are a lot. Of I love promoting myself, and the problem is. There's your show and nobody else. Nobody else. Mm. Even though Blog Talk has a lot of shows, you, they don't promote each other. There used to be hands across the water kind of promotion. These yeah, days, there is none. No, so you have to promote and promote and promote. And Blog Talk, you know, they, uh, you know, what they've done is they've they've done a lot more than they used to because they you are on iTunes and you know they put you out there now and you know there's blog talk facebook and you know that part's good you know and uh when i first started doing it i'm not sure that you know we, we used to call it a radio show which it is but it's not it's a podcast and so now when you add podcast to when you're talking or using a hashtag they go oh you do a podcast <laughs> they go yes mm-hmm. because a lot of people on tv now they're doing pod they'll say you know listen to my podcast on whatever station you know but it's a podcast and so now people actually know what i do but before they go like well what station are you at i go it's a podcast on blog talk and all the shows that I did at Red River and I do myself here on World of Ink and um, Michigan Avenue, they're in the archives. They're there. I looked on oh, yeah, iTunes I know. And, I found, and I found all of the old shows. So I think, and on my website, I really, they, they can click on and they can go to archive the shows. So it is really good. You know, I think iTunes is good, but if YouTube, a lot of people do theirs on YouTube. You know, and it's a whole different kind of a show. But I've not really tried that. Well, I always yeah. love when you meet somebody. And uh, I just did a science fiction convention over the weekend, about a week and a half ago, as a tribute to uh, Antoine Evans, who mm-hmm. uh, passed away earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And this I love Antoine. Point, right? It's far before. Right? I was yeah. being nice, but yes, far point. Mm-hmm. Who wants to promote him? Come on. Aw. So I'm going <laughs> in the huckster's room, the dealer's room, whatever you want to call it. Somebody says, God, you're Bennett Pomerantz. Like, yeah. Like, uh, when are you going back and do radio shows? First thing out of their mouth. Yeah. Not hi, how are you? Good to see you. When are you doing mm-hmm. radio shows? I said, whenever you want. Because uh, I've loved, I, and they gave me their book, and they said, sure. And the, the first thing they said was, uh, I'm open, you know, March or April. I said, those are booked. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, I think people, I think one of the things that makes it, good you know 
uh, I'm doing this promo again with Joyce, uh, with Joe uh, jo Linzel. She uh, has a huge promo network that she does on May 11th. It's with a lot of different presenters. She lives in Italy. And um, Virginia Grenier had met her years ago, and I did a little presentation last year myself on the radio for five or ten minutes, and I, I, would, I mean, it was hard. I did it myself because I was talking to myself, which I was – I, I like to talk, but it was a little difficult. So this year, um, Crystal Gauthier, who does my PR, the promotions from uh, Southern Owl, she's going to do it also with me. So we'll talk a little about, you know, marketing and that. But it's a great, it's May 11th, and they have a lot of presenters. Over the next few months, I'll be putting things out. But this Jolin's out, she puts out a really good promotion for international. I mean, it's really, you know, there are a lot of different things that have changed, you know, in podcasting. But I really think when people hear your voice, it changes everything because you become real to them. You know, um, yeah, I they, agree with they you. feel like they know you, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, th- like I've said many times, one of the best features of my show are how many people I have met and have learned from on the shows. Because let's just face it, if I didn't have Black Talk, I wouldn't have met Bennett, I wouldn't have met you, I would never have met Virginia and Krista, all these people, Fran Lewis. I mean, a lot well, of people I, I, I know. Well, I knew Elizabeth, mm-hmm. uh, I knew Elizabeth you met in years person. ago. Right, right. But oh, I mean in person. No, I know that. So oh, yeah. So, which is a good thing because Elizabeth, you go to a lot of events. Yeah, yeah. I was just one. I was just at one um, yesterday, actually. <laughs> no, sorry, sun, Sunday night. It was a book reading in Salem, Massachusetts, and I recognized some people there, and they they recognized me from you know previous meetings. So it's like it's not very common that. You'll see somebody. You'll know somebody on Facebook, but you don't actually meet them in person. And right. I think that I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm a bit unusual because I have met a lot of people that I know on Facebook yes, you have. in person. You have. It, it, you it's know. nice to put a, a, a face and voice to the name. So why do you think that and is? Do you think because the country? area you live in? Because you live in, you know, there's a lot more promo there, there's, or there's a, lot, pro- there's a lot of lot, a lot of horror writers up here, especially yeah. north of me. You know, going up toward um, uh, New Hampshire. I'm in Massachusetts. Yes. Well, when I first announced that I was doing my radio show, even though it's a half an hour, people said, what time can I get on your show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But That's, the good thing is, I, the good thing I, is I, they I can will, listen I, live I, or on demand. Ms. Black, you and I need to discuss uh, May or June for you. <laughs> Elizabeth, you know, uh, Elizabeth has really, I mean, over the years, I mean, of the shows that I've had here, I mean, some of the most interesting guests are really horror writers. I mean, I I really, uh, you know, I have not, I've written a horror screenplay, but I've not really written a book. But, and, Mm -hmm. you know, the one thing we all would, you know, we know this, Elizabeth knows this too, because we talk about it a lot, is that horror writers are just like everybody else, and they're so interesting, and a lot of people say, 
oh, I don't think I can do that. So now even when I am promoing it, we say deep, dark thriller sometimes because they'll go, oh, I don't think I want to read a horror book. And that's, you know, that's a bit, that's really what's happened these days. But Yeah, horror still, okay. has, that, it still has that stigma. Yes. Uh, so a lot of people... Yeah, well, but it, uh, even in film, I have... Yeah. I have Jean Maurice Pacusa going to be a guest on my show March 5th, and she is a scarapist, which has been, it's gotten a lot of good awards and a lot of good buzz, and people are like, God, you know, how did you get her? You know, and they get freaked when they, oh, she she did the, the, play, the uh, film The Scarapist, and it still gets... You know, it's like that's a horror. Movie. I do think I think people, you know, that are horror writers or you know, I'm I'm also going to try to do more screenplay people because um, I think they really do want to come on shows like this because they want to talk to other people. We're not just people that they're talking to in a you know conversation. We are people that actually write, and I think that mm-hmm. we understand them. So I think when they talk on a show like this, you know, with people like Elizabeth and Ben, you know, or, you know, most of the, a lot of the people that I have on, we're all writers, you know, and they get to discuss really what they want to, not about what they did when they were five years old, you know, like they ask you Mm -hmm. on TV. Oh, but you you see, that's the best. Now, somebody said this once about me and I think also about you, is we talk to them. Yes, yes, they promote their book, but we, oh, even they said it about Elizabeth, too, when she did the women's show. Yeah. Yes, I'm dating myself, but... Um, <laughs> no, Elizabeth, I mean, talk. she does great, I will just say, she does great shows. You should look back in yeah. some of the shows we've had when you were ill. She has some, she had Josh Mallerman. I mean, she does some really good mm-hmm. shows. I mean, I, yeah, I think... Well, I understand that. Him. She did great yeah. shows when... When I had the women's show, she but she does the most. Yeah. She's by herself. She's and she really. Does, I mean, yeah, when, some I, of the when I did she's interview had. this, yeah, yes. What there? I missed it. I couldn't she hear did her. In, into the abyss. Oh, when I that was when I did interview. Yeah, but this. it's still it's still under World yeah. of Ink or Michigan Avenue. It's all of, yeah, every yeah, show that Elizabeth there. has done. She has brought in really intense writers and are good. We had Dana. Dana's well, good. Well, I mean, yeah. all... well, for, well, for instance, uh, the interview that I did with Josh Mallerman about the time on the Stoker for Bird Box, uh, when when uh, the the TV show came on, all of a sudden, you know, you know, I would just post it in like uh, one, one, one yeah, of the horror too. groups. And, yeah, and and then it's like people are listening to it like crazy because he's caught on again. And uh, he, uh, I, I want to do another show with him, but he's been so. He was so a great guest. So I remember. Was li- I was guy. listening to it. I'm going, mm-hmm. God, this he's so. He was so interesting. This is before. That, oh yeah. You know, I mean, but he's really an interesting guy. You know, and almost all the people, Daniel, you hit on. I mean, you've brought a lot of good people here that mm-hmm. are really. So, I mean, because I've learned from them, too, and it's such a different, you know, oh, yeah. it, it's very different. Yeah, but it makes you know? my guest list like it's like it's almost nothing. She is a talented <laughs> lady. Well, I, 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 guess, I don't look I guess, at it that I way. I don't look impressed. at it that way. I look at everybody's show, whoever, you know, because I look at every guest I've had, and I have enjoyed all my shows. I had one, only one out of nine years 
that was a little bit tense because she kept swearing and I didn't know what to do <laughs> because this was early on. And then um, she had a lot of fans, a ton of fans. And they were asking questions at that time in the chat room and she wasn't paying attention. And I knew it because I could tell. And I, they were calling for her. And so, you know, that was the only time in all the years you know, that I ever had a show that I just went, oh, my God, I don't know what to do here. She, every other, you know, she was swearing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the people were calling in to talk to her. Cause, and she was, she was, like, not paying attention. And I said, oh, my God, this is not going well. You know, but everybody else, all the shows, even the ones with nine guests, you know, and when we promote, we have oh, promoting, God, they're having was, that fun. Was fun. That was a, mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I, I've had several of those, I know. But, so you know, and always, they are fun. Are asking, okay. Well, people are always asking me, how on earth do I find my guests? And it's really very simple. If I go to an event and they're there, and the, the events yeah. I go to tend to be like cafe clutches, I'll just walk up to them and ask. Yeah. And yeah. I'd say nine chances out of ten, they say yes. Or yes. I'll contact them online. And, I mean, yep. just write to them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. and just, just ask, and most of the time they'll say yes. Yeah. And I think because you, they're having fun while they're promoting, a lot of times they're kind of oh, nervous. Yeah. So sometimes mm-hmm. if they're nervous, then uh, what I do is sometimes have them with a few people because this way they don't have to feel that they have to carry the show. Mm-hmm. This way they feel that, you know, they can let other people talk, and if they want, they can come right in and talk. Mm-hmm. And then they, after that, people come on again, you know. But I do think, you know, I still remember that it's kind of scary the first time you're on a show. You don't know what to expect, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I've, and had guests, when, I've had guests who were nervous, and I would yes. just talk to them beforehand, you know, like yeah. a day or two beforehand. And That's what I do. That it's, just yeah. like, it's just like a cafe clutch or having lunch with some friends, yeah. and we're just yeah. talking over the phone. That's all it yeah. is. And, and that fun uh, time's great. Well. And that's what, and then it's kind of fun, you know, and it's it is fun, you mm-hmm. know, and I know Bennett likes it, you like it, I do and you know and But they, it they is, some a, guests are are you're right, scared. Yes, they are. And I and, and I don't I, blame them because I, I was the them, first one. Talk to me. Right. But right. what's gonna happen? I said talk to me. Yeah. And Just they're like, like you're on well, the phone. Why am I I'm sorry? Just like when you're on the phone, they're talking to you. Just yeah, but, like that. you know, talking. you have to understand. They look at the phone, and that's fine. But it's like, oh, I'll freeze. Yeah. They said, then freeze. Yeah, yeah. And I, they're I like, people, but, but... What do they do? They, do they freeze or not? No, they get, they're talking. They're talking and having fun, you know. I mean, I think that's what the whole thing is about radio, like this. It is fun. You know, I find oh, that... Oh, I, I heard somebody turn their internet up. So they're hearing the, hi, 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 you know. Oh. And it's like, turn the turn the internet down. Oh, yeah, well, you have to do that. But I mm-hmm. can't hear it. You'll listen yeah. to the feedback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I... I remember I, the first time I did it, which was about over nine years ago on Red River, I was the guest. 
I was wrecked. I didn't really know how to do it. I didn't even know what I was going to do. And there wasn't really that much direction because April just said, you'll be fine, you know, just come on and do it. I go, okay, fine, we'll do it. So I did the show, and then I did another, you know, it was just only five or ten minutes. And then after that, she asked me if I wanted to do shows, and I did. Uh, I didn't know if I did, but I did. I I was scared. I, I really was. As much as I like to talk, I didn't know, you know, how to do this, you know, because I know a lot of times, I know that Fidelity Publishing, who published my book, she said, you need to go on shows. And I went like, I don't think so. <laughs> not happening. I want to write, but I don't want to be on shows. you know." And she said, you have to. And I think that that is one thing that I'm happy about that I did. You know, and I know Bennett, you love it, and I know Elizabeth, you like it too so much. So oh, I well, let I me ask you, who is the guest you wanted and couldn't get? I don't have anybody. I, I mean, I I don't know. I don't. I you know, I just I really haven't had anybody that I can't get because I don't. I let's put it this way, I could try to get other guests also, but I I like to leave some weeks open when. I just say to someone, you want to come on the show because I don't want to know that someone's come on in six months because I, it's such, who knows in six, I, I guess because I lived my life with my mother and when I was young, my mother would say, we'll see, you know, is it, if it's going to be okay. So it's like, I'm always thinking, what if it's not okay? What if it isn't? So we'll just do it now. I don't like to plan like that far in advance, you know, because what if you can't, you know, I don't want people to feel they have to. So I always say to them, if something comes up, I'm okay. Don't worry about it. Because something might come up. You know, if you book something in six months, how do you know something won't come up? Yeah. You know, I mean, I for me, I just feel like they can have the freedom. If, if it's not going to happen, then we'll do it another time. Well, for me, one well, thing that I wanted to have that I wasn't able to get hold of was Charlene Harris. And I just walked up to her and asked her, but she was scaling down her public appearances, and so she decided not to do the show. But yeah. then again, I, uh, right after that, I asked um, uh, Dana Cameron, who does uh, uh, Hold Movies and Mysteries, and she said yes. And yeah. uh, she was a great guest, and she, she was yeah. fun to talk to. And you know, oh, I, I met terrific. her in person a couple of times. Well, the one I did this trip, this time, I wanted to get Batten, Batten Lash, and he passed away. Um, But I was talking uh, to Jackie Estrella, his wife, and I said I wanted to get Batten Lash for April, and she said, uh, okay, and then he passed away. uh, So I may get Jackie. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say, I wanted to get Jack Ketchum and Billy Sue Moseman again, but both of them passed away before I had a chance to ask them again. Yeah. And, uh, the first time around, they were great guests. I, I really like both of them. I, I think there's, there's not been a guest you've had on that hasn't been good. I mean, they are good. They're yeah, really all good. of them have been good. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm prejudiced. I looked at Elizabeth's guest list. Yeah. I'm prejudiced. Yeah, but, you know, but I've had people that, you know, I've had people just, you know, that I've just met or just they have one book or whatever. They've been great guests, you know. I mean, so I don't look at it. I look at it where if I just find someone interesting and, I, you know, I like who they are and what they're about, then I just have them on the show and it's fun. And But I, I do like having four or five people on. And I, I love having yeah, Piper but- on, you know, because uh, – 
she's always great to, to come on Piper Stone, and she's you know Liz, we've done a lot of shows with her. You know, you oh, ask yeah. her a question, she gives you the answer right off. Mm-hmm. And you but know, who is your favorite? I, I don't, don't mean I, I, honestly. No, 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 <laughs> no. I don't have favorites. I just like I, I really like my guests, and I, you know, and I do check in on them from time to time. And then I ask, and I, you know, did this the other day, and one of them. I was so sad after I got off the phone. She was supposed to have a book coming out with a publisher, and I was going to have like several of the people, and I never heard from them. So I called her. You know, I I, met, I texted her, and then she said her daughter had been really sick, and she. Um, has a disease, and I I felt so horrible, you know, because I I like you know you get to know the people that are on your shows even if it's for a few times, you know, and but no I don't have favorites I I really don't I, I have people I like any guest that's ever been on my show they know they're always welcome to come back so I don't I you know Elizabeth do you feel, I I don't know how you feel about that no, but I, don't, I, I I mean I don't have yeah. any. I had a lot of good guests, and I don't have any favorites, yeah. but no, I, I will either. admit that I was a bit, I think I was a bit more nervous than my guests when I had on Joe Lansdale and Jack Ketchum, because yeah. uh, especially Lansdale, I did not want to go all fangirl on him, because I've been a yeah. fan of his since he started to happen letter <laughs> right. books, and then I managed right. to, to be able to contact him, and I was like, oh my yeah. God, Joe Lansdale, yeah. I got him twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got See, Joe Lansdale, but- and he was late. Mm-hmm. But I think people like to, I think they, I, I actually think they like to come on and talk, you know, uh, and I oh, think they sometimes they don't know, you know, a lot of the people, if they are with traditional publishers, they don't do their PR themselves, and uh, they don't get, they get guest spots on shows that they're not comfortable with, but when they pick some of their own and, you know, maybe they can come on, you know, a show like, you know, any of our shows, that they enjoy themselves because we don't have an agenda for them. They can just let mm-hmm. loose, you know, and we don't expect anything. And they, you know, I've added in my shows, you know, which Elizabeth knows and Bennett probably knows, that I just, other guests can ask each other questions because I find some mm-hmm. people, like, they've never talked to each other on the phone. So well, they you, don't, you know what I loved? I had, uh, I had Will Eisner, who created the spirit and mm-hmm. did a Vietnam memoir that he wrote, a graphic novel for Dark Horse mm-hmm. many years ago. And Will was a little, let's use the word salty in his language. Okay. <laughs> Elizabeth, you know what I mean, right? Oh yes, I write that kind of salty language. <laughs> yeah, you just I know, but you have, but, well, you could have a language. show like that, but you just have to put it on adults, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he is—he came through a couple of expletives that were oh, mm-hmm. at at six thirty to seven thirty, and people were like, but they were all like Will Eisner fans; they could care. Yeah, me, mm-hmm. they were going. That's not your style. Well, you know, and I was like, and we don't have a seven-second delay where we can go in and bleep anything. No, yeah, I know. But Will was being Will, and he's no longer with us. Mm -hmm. You can't. You can't. You can, I think, you know, you can edit out, but, you know, on all the shows I've done, I've never done that. It's all of whatever, you know, I don't edit. But as I said, Will was very. Well, that's different. Let 
let's use salty. Very, very a, vocal. Oh, he was vocal, but he was salty. Mm. Uh, the mm-hmm. words were... Uh, it wasn't words. the F word, and it wasn't the S word, no. but he used them. Uh, have I kept it clean enough, ladies? Yes. <laughs> yes, you But have. it was, oh, God, you knew he was there. Well, look what we did when we had readings on the shows, you know, which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, nobody You have to... readings. It's, it's a novel or something that somebody yeah. did, whereas... That's just a reading, talking. whereas yeah, just talking. you're talking, yeah. he's just talking. Yeah. But it was yeah. Will Eisner who created the spirit and wrote this, he wrote enough, you know, Life on Other Planets and other books. Yeah, I never, like, I've not How had did that you experience. get him? No, the first thing out of everybody's mouth is, how did you get him? Mm-hmm. I know that, that question. What? I know that question. I get it a lot. I went and asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, I think if you, yeah, I do feel that way. I I feel that people do, you know, um, do enjoy doing that. Some don't, but I can tell sometimes if I've heard them somewhere else if they'd want to come on, <coughs> because I know that there there's more that they want to say, and like on a show like mine when we don't have questions, um, well, I know Virginia and I. A lot of times people would say. Oh, they wanted to give us questions, but Virginia and I didn't do that. So we said, no, we don't want you to give us questions. We don't have, we'll handle it. And so either if they came on, it was no questions, it was okay. But I think Virginia might have had a couple that, you know, weren't happy with um, the fact that we don't have questions. But, you know, I've never, because I don't ever ask, I've made a story for you, enjoy. Go ahead. Okay. I approached Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Yes, I remember that. I definitely remember that. I know you've heard this story. (laughs) I approached her, and I said, would you do my show? And she said, sure, talk to my agent. Her agent says, we need questions. Right. Okay. How many questions should I give her? Twelve. Okay. What happens after the twelve? She leaves. Uh-huh. No by-play, no nothing else. No, she yeah. leaves. She promotes her new thing at the beginning. Then we do in the questions, which, yeah. of course, we'll mention where she's going to be or what she's going to do. And uh-huh. then she leaves. And I, at that time, had an hour show. I said, what if she only takes 38 minutes? Then you have to fill 22 minutes yourself. <laughs> Yeah. And See, that's, yeah, right, yeah. I, said, I, know, I know sometimes people have been on other shows and they said, oh, we'll just be on 20 minutes, and then they ended up staying on the whole time, you know, because I think they don't know if they're going to be comfortable. And, you know, like uh, I've never had anybody leave, and usually, you know, they're pretty happy with how it goes because it's never anything embarrassing. And I usually ask my guests, is there anything you don't want to talk about? You know, and if there would be, then I wouldn't do it. I had one guest that we had the whole show planned, and and she was like a psychic and whatever, and then all of a sudden she decided she didn't want, and I was doing someone a favor because they had a book come out and they were on a tour, and I said, fine, I'll have her on. It sounds fine. It'll be fun because I like to do any kind of show. So, and then right before we went on, she says, I don't want to talk about this. I went like, 
okay, <laughs> we won't talk about it. nothing to do with psychics. And it mm-hmm. was that was the show. So, but we did oh, it, I, I, and it worked out. And it, but you know, that's what she decided at the last moment. She didn't want to talk about that. So I'm like, okay, but, okay, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm addressing this to you and Elizabeth. Is there anybody you really, really, really want on your wish list? I don't have a. I honestly do not have a wish list. I seriously, I don't, because I don't. Th- you know, I'm busy writing, and then what I do is I. You know, if I'm online, I see someone, then I'll ask them. No, I don't really. I mean, I think, you know, there are, uh, when we had, uh, you know, Charlie Mathow, I was so glad I had him on. And, you know, and I just asked him and he came. You know, and so I, there are a lot of people, Bennett, you were on the show with me, and um, there are probably a yeah. lot of people. And sometimes I think about that, and then I start doing something else. <laughs> I forget that. But I think there are tons of people out there, especially with the Netflix and all of this, that I think they'd want to come on shows. So, I mean, I'm thinking about it because I want to talk more about movies. In fact, I probably want to have a show that deals with, you know, talking about screenplays and movies and, you know, old and new. You know, I love those kind of shows because I love movies. Even though I write books, I still love screenplays. And I mentioned it the other day while I was being interviewed by Karen Vaughn that sometimes when I listen to myself, if I'm on someone else's show, I say, oh, I think I'm like a screenwriter more than I am a book writer. So it's like I miss it. You know, I have 12 scripts, and I'm going to start maybe probably pushing them out again. I should. But I love movies, you know, so I think well, I, I might to, myself do that. I used to get a uh, CD from Diane Chapman of the show. And the first shows, oh, my God. I listened to it, and I said to, at that time I was married, I looked at my wife and said, um, who is that idiot? Yeah, uh, <laughs> you, dear. You remember? You listen? You remember any, you listen? I don't listen anymore. I don't Do really not. listen to my shows. Uh, I think I did once or twice at the beginning. I don't know because if I did, uh, I think I I think I would probably never want to do another show. <laughs> I, think I, I, I listen to my shows. Make sure the questions I have for the guest yeah. is good, and I try to focus on what the guest is doing and why they're doing it, and you know what's cooking. Yeah, I, I can. T- I mean, uh, I think to know, it, I can, to know like, your guest is important. Yeah, I and definitely agree. Like when Dana was on with Elizabeth and I, both of us did mm-hmm. the show, and she was great, and she just kept talking about stuff, and we would just we just kind of winged it, you know, because it was fun. Mm-hmm. She wanted that too, you know. She well, was very I interesting. Have, I usually have a list of questions ready, usually about thirty questions. Yeah, yeah. And but I always write I always write down more questions than I know I'm going to need, so just in case. Uh, we go down one topic a little too long, and I want to change to you know give the give the yeah. listeners more of a varied background of my guest. And I try to read at least one of their books if I haven't already. Yeah. And we'll talk about the book and any movies that are coming up. And uh, well, I had my dream guest on that was Joe Lansdale, but I would love to yeah. get Stephen King. He he he's the white whale. <laughs> I would love yeah. to. Yeah. You want but, Stephen you know, King? Mm hmm. What are you going to – okay, uh, which period are you going to ask him about? Probably a lot of his earlier stuff because that's 
are more of my favorites. And uh, I'd probably talk about You know, about he's it. online a lot now. He's online tweeting. Oh, yeah. You know, he's online oh, tweeting he's and Instagram. You know, you might be able to just ask, you know, because people, it's a, like, you know, it's a much bigger reach than it was before because mm-hmm. of Netflix. Mm-hmm. They, you know, more of these, uh, of the actors and people that you might want to have on, they're on Twitter, they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, and in years ago you couldn't have any contact, but now they they are out there. A lot of them are out there a lot. Mm-hmm. So you oh, might yeah, you are. might think of go yeah you might think of just you know asking the question. That's all you know. I mean, certainly there will. I don't think you have a problem when they look up like all the shows we've done, let's just say, because mm-hmm. I think that's what I do, you know. And when oh, people yeah. contact me, they've heard the show. Because I think they are worried, and they're not going to just go on a show to go on a show, but they probably listen to your other shows and would know that you're not going to, you know, because they, they don't like to get, you know, in a situation where they don't want to answer. Because, they don't want to get screwed. You know, yeah, they do yeah. not. And a lot they, of times yeah. if it's too intense, because even when they're on the TV shows now, they they don't necessarily want to talk about certain things, and they don't even sometimes want to talk about the movie that they're in, because it's as we know it's hard to write like a log line and what we do, you know what I mean, and what actually mm-hmm. is the essence of the movie that they're doing. They don't sometimes want to do that, so I think you know they probably would want to come on some shows, you know, because they would like to have a good time talking about what they feel like talking about. So we probably should do more of that too. I, I think that would be a good idea. You know. Well, I have a I have a favorite. I call him my standby it? favorite, and he knows it too. His Who name is, is Lindsey Downs, and if you well, okay, but he's been on your show many times. He's your friend. He's right. my good luck charm. Right, right. But what I love the most is Lindsey is a male he's a good guest. romance author. He's a great guy. Okay. I got a letter, an email letter. Mm-hmm. Of Power Ants, you got it wrong. Lindsay is a female. Yeah, I remember that. You, you know, you've got it wrong. You yeah. you can't go on telling everybody that. You know, the the he is a she. It is a she. Yeah. He writes historical romances, no less. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I said, Lindsay, don't say any. They did they, they, the blog, Dog Radio, and the, yeah. the whole announcement. And I said, and I read the letter, and you could hear Lindsay, ch- I think Elizabeth knows Lindsay well, hear him chuckling in the background. <laughs> and I said, what do you think of this, Lindsay Downs? I am a male. Now, Lindsay, I love him, and I could say this. He's a voice like a foghorn. Mm-hmm. He's he's like a very earthquake. he's a very interesting yeah. guy. He's been on the show. He's and I met him years ago at World with I think it was World Castle actually I think, and mm-hmm. you know he he is that's what he does. He writes historical romance, which you know I know I uh, know that. But what I love the most is I uh, you know, and we were addressing this letter that I got. I mean, we did address his new book. We did address this, but we addressed the letter. 
And yeah. I had a whole hour where like 45 minutes of it, we were talking about how the, you know, the, the genre roles. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, actually. A male people, writing romance. They don't a know. I had a screenplay this. like that. I optioned a screenplay like that because, you know, honestly, you don't know who everybody is. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you don't really. I mean, you can look on Facebook. People could say it's a woman and have a, you know, a picture of a woman, and we don't really know. We're not seeing them, so there's no way to know. And when you're writing, you can't. You don't really know. I mean, you know, uh, I, did anybody see the favorite uh, movie? Did Elizabeth? Yes. Did you see it? It's, you saw it? I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to see okay. it. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. all right. Call Dad, me after you see it. Okay. Janet, did you see it? <laughs> yes. Okay, all right, so let me just say. Okay, I just told her to I, call I, me after she sees it. Okay, I enjoyed it okay. so much. But at the end of it, it was an unbelievably intense scene. But I, when I got in the car, I said to my husband, I said, I, I have to look this up because I have to figure out something. I have to figure out how this all went down. And so I went in. What about the ending of The Favorite? Well, you know, the internet, there was like a three-page article on it explaining everything. You know, because just about certain things about the character and why they did what they did and how they showed it. And, I mean, so now whenever you have a question, you just look on the internet and there it is, you know, because somebody else must have, Mm -hmm. you know, it was an article a whole article about it because I, you know, I have Lee Michaels. I have a lot of people on that do, uh, you know, historical romance. I, I can watch it. I just can't write it because you have to be like Lindsay is. You have to be really accurate on everything exactly. they're wearing, every he word does, that they say. He does so a historical. I yeah, will say this anything. now yeah. behind him and in front of him. He does yeah. a magnificent job. Yes, he I, does. I'm sorry. I'm I not agree. saying it as his friend. No, I agree. I'm I agree. saying it as a critic. He does no, the magnificent. And we 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 reap the benefits of his great talent. And having him on my show, it he doesn't come off like I am so great. No, he comes off. And Elizabeth does this too. That you can. She's down to earth to talk to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What amazes so think- me when you go ahead. No, I was going to say Lindsay, but because he made it his business to learn everything, and because it is hard, it's not the same kind of writing. It's very different because you, up until the glove, the sock, anything, the tea kettle, anything that is going on, the food. He's. You have to know. But you know what I love is I know I was I think you were at one of the Balticons. Mm Mhm. Um. And the guy comes up and says, holy crap, you're him. I don't know if Elizabeth has got that yet. Elizabeth? Uh, I get it sometimes around here. You know, people will, uh, I'll run into people that I didn't think I knew from, from Facebook, and they'll tell me that, you know, they've read some of my short stories, and they'll start talking about specific ones. Because uh, I was at one um, coffee house for uh, for local writers, and I, you know, we were introducing ourselves, and I mentioned that I wrote Fog Over Mons for uh, Wicked Tales, uh, the Journal of New England Horror Writers. And 
one of the men in the audience came up to me after we after the meeting ended. And he said, "You wrote that?" I said, "Yes." He says, "My God, that was my favorite story in the book." And that that's made so my exciting. Week. <laughs> that's exciting. It, no, it see, and wow. I talked about yeah. this. I talked about this last week, I think, on the show. The thing is, when you write characters and you write books, whatever you do, screenplays, and mm-hmm. when someone comes up to you and likes your character and understands what you've done, this is the biggest thrill ever. Because mm-hmm. when someone, not a friend or somebody, said, you're not your friends or family, whatever, but somebody that has read your book, not a reviewer, I mean, just somebody comes up and says, you know, I like what you did with so-and-so character, Virginia, whatever character, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, to me, so exciting that they recognize that this is a character that I made up, but it's a person in my head. You know what I mean? And it's so, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that, and I don't think people realize how much authors like that. Authors you know, and critics like that. And I, I've been yeah. doing, I did a lot of criticism over the years. And you somebody have. comes yes, up. I will, yes, I, I know. About you. Somebody comes up to you and says, <laughs> yep. You're the critic, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, I hated what you wrote. Yeah. What do you say to that? I go, thank you. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, that's the other thing. Okay, when you get a review or when you get somebody that says something a little negative, I don't know. I forgot what I was watching on TV. They were saying though too that they liked it because this will help them the next time. You're not going to change what you did, but maybe you'll think about it the next time when you're writing something if somebody didn't understand what you wrote or, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you could have made it more in-depth or, you know, something like that. Or, you know, I think that, that it's not a bad thing. I mean, I think what's happened in this market is I think a lot of people are independently published and no, and they just start out writing and they've not written anything before and they've not sent to publishers and gotten rejections. But once you have years, like I did for years, getting rejections and rejections and rejections and for my clients, rejections, when you get positive, it's so wonderful. But you need Elizabeth, do you remember you my it. friend Todd? There's a reason I'm interrupting oh. Marsha for a reason. Do you remember no, my friend oh, Todd? No, no, uh-uh. no, I don't remember Todd. Todd took had a barn. He lived out in West Virginia, uh-huh. and he would send to Reader's Digest and Red Book and all the rest of them when they were in their heyday, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. And and he took his barn and he shellacked. All his rejection notices. Mm. Yeah, I think I, I on his barn. I and a, I heard that. <laughs> and upon I heard that, that, when he got an acceptance, he put yeah. it in a frame picture over yeah. the rejection notice. Yeah. So you walk into mm. his office in his barn, and it's like a wall of shame. <laughs> yeah, but you know, because you you both know this, you know that. Because people can independently publish, it may not be a book that is good, let's just say, okay? And they don't, they think because it's a book and it's done, it's good. But they don't realize Mm -hmm. that maybe it shouldn't have been a book because it wasn't that good and it should have been re-edited or edited. But we know that. So once you know that, it's a lot different than when you just write a book, get it published now, and you go out there 
and it's not like it, it, you didn't get any rejections. So you think everything is, you know, so once you've had some rejections, I think that's not a bad thing because I think you learn from that. You can't learn from just putting a book out and, you know, and not caring or just a lot of people don't. They don't think about editing. They don't think about the cover. And they get, you know, reviews. They don't care, you know, but they're out there. They probably shouldn't be out there. And they don't realize what people in the past have gone through. And it's not that many years ago. Go ahead. It's not that many years ago. I gave a young writer a three-star review. And lo and behold, I get an email that I worked on this book for a year. And, you know, you remember do you remember the column I wrote or not? I think yes, you do. I do. Mhm. I do. And I gave him a three star review. It should have got a five. Yep. And to make matters worse, his girlfriend or wife said he worked that book a year and a half or a year or whatever. I, yep. And says to me, he says, You're an evil man because you panned this book, and he worked so hard on it. Mm-hmm. And I said, I believe he worked hard on it, but how can you pan him? And took personal homage to me I know. See, that I was a so evil. star isn't really that bad. I mean, it really isn't. You know, uh, it is bad when somebody gives somebody a one star and they never read the book. You know, and and they opened the mm-hmm. book. I've seen that on Goodreads, which, you know, I, I really try my best to want to like Goodreads. I've said it over the years. I want to. So I when I, I've seen what they've done to people. They've written, they said, we opened the book. It was ter- We didn't like the first page. And they gave them a one star, whoever it was. And, and mm-hmm. I, it's so sad because that person may never write again. Because somebody just totally destroyed it. They never got to the middle or end. They don't even know if it was a good story. They just read the first page. But the, somebody will look at it and see one star and see that it wasn't, you know, what a good book, according to the person. But And that's so unfair, you know. I mean, so I think a lot of this, you know, is really sad when people need to do that to other people. That's what's wrong now. Because the reviews, as you know, it's very difficult uh, uh, Amazon is trying to get people off. They're on, I don't know, somebody sent, don't be on Kindle Unlimited. And so I put all my books on Kindle Unlimited because I had um, Jack, uh, no, it wasn't Jack, it was uh, Mike Pettit was on and he said all his books are on. I said, I think I'm going to try that because I'm sick of being everywhere. Smashwords, digital, it's too much to m- monitor. And he loves it, so I'm trying it. But I mean, I think this is what's happening. I think there's so much out there now that the new writer or even the writer that's seasoned doesn't know what to do. Well, you know, I think it's uh, very like the, novice, the novice writers, they, I don't think that the novice writers are really prepared for rejections and right. for bad reviews. Right. And when I run into them, I, t- I, t- I remind them it's part, it's part of being a writer. Everybody, yes. famous writers have gone through right. this. Right. You know, how many times did uh, Tom Clancy have to send his book out, um, uh, The Hunt for Red October, before it finally right. got accepted? 
because okay. every publisher turned it down. And Joseph Heller, remember him? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> too. Mm-hmm. And doing a movie. It was called I think Catch doing a remake. And Joseph Heller got an editor told him, make Catch-22, and it sold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think somebody's doing a remake on the mo- a movie of it. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, that's uh, George Clooney. Yeah, so I, mm-hmm. I thought it'll it, be yeah. on. Yeah. It'll be on uh, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, As a miniseries. Well, the one, the one thing yeah. that one thing that I like about rejections, especially you know, for, for the writers listening, um, is savor them, especially if you get a rejection that has feedback. And uh, yeah. I get quite a few of those. And half the time, yes. the editor, what the editor says, is right. And I'll go in and look over my story and see what I can improve and send it out and. Most of the time, it gets accepted somewhere else. Yeah. So it's um, it's it's not. See, I it's think not that's a big the deal thing. To get a you know, it's right. part of the game. I think, I think what you do is right. You keep going. Like uh, over the years, I've decided. Well, I, I'm not doing it anymore. You know, my editor says, "I why aren't you doing this? Just send it to publishers." I go, "No, I just want to do it, mm-hmm. and I get it out, and then that's it." Because I'm not. It, first of all, it takes two or three years to get this out there. And it's very different mm-hmm. now, which I don't, you know, and in the market is overcrowded with political books now. And, you know, these are the things people well, are listening yeah, to. Look, look, look at, I'm not trying to preach here, but look at our president and look yeah. at what's going on and what's yes. happening is everybody, mm-hmm. when all the president's men came out, everybody right. came out of the woodwork to write a book. He's yes. fired 32 people. Hey, right. People are coming out of the woodwork. I was yes, such and are. such as, and there's a, there's your next book. Yeah, yeah. I think They're that being I flooded. think yeah, and, and you know, and I think so that I think a lot of people are worried about what they've seen, so they're coming out. So. Whether it is all true or it's not true, I mean, I don't think any of all we know all these things. You know what I mean? You know, I don't think people know like they used to. You know, you could believe when a book came out. So I think it's very difficult now, and I think the books might be coming out a lot faster than they were before. Maybe that's what's happening. Maybe, but you know. I'll tell you this: um, I already talked to a couple of publishers. Everybody's interested in my new book. And yes, I'm promoting it. Cause I yes, handle go ahead. It. You can't because we're, right, right. we're almost out of it. Right. It's, call, it's called <laughs> My Sick Life. Okay, because you've, you've been through hell and back. You have. Yeah, I have. But you I have. love writing. Uh, well, I, I love writing about an experience where they walk in. Um, I could walk to the restroom, and I'm sitting on the toilet, and this little G&T looks in and says, Peels! Yeah. And I said, uh, I'm on what? the toilet. Oh, I can give you them now. I said, no, yeah. how about waiting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the privacy I think, I think there's a lot of, of things people, you know, people ridiculous. should know, you know, what to expect sometimes. I think, you know, I think half the time, you know, people are – afraid when they don't need to be but there's nobody really explaining things to them you know and i do think that when you have an illness and things happen to you if you can help people because that there are more people out there just like you that didn't know what to expect so and when you have an illness and and you have to understand they have a right almost a right to abuse you um, you're you're in a nursing home or a facility, whatever you want to call it, and there is no privacy. They go knock, knock, and walk but through that, your door. That is, with, that's 
I know. See, I think that that's the thing people don't realize, you know, and I think that once you, you know, either have a uh, someone you know or happen it to them, I mean, it's there's no privacy in that. And, you know, that's that's one of the things that has changed a lot. I worked in the medical field for over 20 years, and it was very different than it is now. So I think that I think people will be interested to hear what you have to say and maybe if you help a few people, that would be great because they won't be as scared. Because people normally, when they go to a doctor, they're scared. You know, it's not I used a to doctor; blood... it sees nursing homes. No, but when, but but in general, when they go to a doctor, they're scared. Okay, and I think that it starts right at the doctor's office and continues on because the people that work in these places do not have what they did have years ago. They don't have compassion. You need to have that, you know. I mean, yeah. Well, they've lost that. I'm sorry. They've lost that, and that is a a horrible thing that has happened in medicine, and that really has happened, you know. And it's, you know, even at the count, even when you're checking in somewhere or whatever. I mean, just a smile would be really, really a good thing for the person standing on the other side that doesn't feel well. And I think, you know, when I worked for the doctors, if I would, people would be in a bad mood, I'd say go into the room and try to make them feel a little more comfortable. Don't be, you know, just if they're, some of them were not that happy, but when you're sick, you don't feel good. So you got to understand that, you know, when the person doesn't feel good, that a smiley, friendly face might help. So I, I, I Yeah, wish but you I'll tell you book. something. The idea of privacy doesn't happen. And the idea of also Can your compassion. Yeah. Most of these nurses do not have compassion. No, not anymore. They, it's yeah. there. It's a job. Um, they don't care if they catch you naked. You're naked. Know, yes. Yeah. And they yeah. walk out. Yeah, they well, I think that's one of the things. So if you're writing a book like that and you're addressing it, that's a good thing because I think you know, people, you know, it's it is shocking when you think about how medicine has changed and how the people in it have changed. I the had doctors, a 19th I mean, month vacation from radio and I miss it badly. And I I always remembered I had positive that I'm going to leave here right yeah. You know, and when I did, they were like, right, and I left, and some of them were amazed. You can't leave. Who's going to take care of well, you? Well, that's why you're on the show today, because, Elizabeth, I wanted to welcome mm-hmm. you back. So tell us tonight, what yeah. time is your show? What time is your show? 6.30. It is a lovely half hour. I'm going to just start with half hours until right. I build up my strength. Yes, uh, right. Tonight's guest is Paulette Gaines Woods, who has a lovely uh, book. Um, and uh, next week is hey Rachel Thompson is going to be my guest next week. She Let was on a few weeks a ago. I love Rachel. She's mm-hmm. she's another person that just she's very helpful. Well, let me let me people. get let me get through March quickly. Uh, Jean Spacusa, who has a new film she's working on, will be my guest March fifth. Sally J. Walker, who has a, two new books, will be my guest March 12th. 
And you may know this person, Marsha Casper Cook, <laughs> is coming on my show March I 19th. <laughs> I'll be there. So I have her for a whole half hour. If uh-huh. you see her, tell her I, 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 I got her. Yeah, and, and I'm you not know what I'll go. do? I'll start asking you questions because I'm not good at answering. <laughs> I know, but I'll I know. tell you, when I started, when I came back and told people I'm coming back, people came out of the woodwork. Yeah. Well, people a lot of people were, like, were wishing yeah, you yeah, well. Yeah, Elizabeth, yeah, and I, Elizabeth and I saw it on your Facebook, you know, and I kept saying, does anybody talking to him? Because you didn't have your same number. And I and I, I did. And I, I asked a few people that you knew, but nobody really had your number because you were not feeling well. And every time you wrote something, Elizabeth was, I would ask Elizabeth, Elizabeth and I would talk about this a lot. That's why she's on the show today, because we both wanted to welcome you back, right? Mm-hmm. But, yes, we did. Uh, yeah, yeah and, I, and, and Elizabeth and I got to talk later, because I want her back on my show for half hour and and probe her like I used to do, in the nice sense of the word. I don't want Bill to kill me. <laughs> But probe her. I mean, when people do my show and I probe them, like any other good interview would do, they're like, "You made it easy." Yep. Well, Elizabeth is always prepared. I will tell you that. I never have to worry if I'm doing the show because she's got questions. Oh, that I knew. Are you and kidding? we're not in the same room together, so I go like, "I know, Elizabeth, you have something." Say to them, mm-hmm. and she does, mm-hmm. you know, because she's very thorough. So she I'm is. waiting for my question. I mean, really? Yes. Well, the show is over, so you got you have to relax and just rest your voice a little because it's four, it's five o'clock already by you. Yes, it is. You're east. Thank You're east. you guys for, for letting me come. And thank you so much, and Elizabeth, thank you, and um, oh, I will be listening welcome. to your show. It and pleasure. it was really fun, and you feel better, Bennett. We're really happy to see that you're back. I have no choice. I have back, to. Yeah. Thank you. I'm good. I I plan on staying back. And uh, Elizabeth, do me a favor. Message me later because we. Need before to we get go, I want to say, Elizabeth, show. don't you have a new sure. book okay, coming no out? Do, uh, Elizabeth, don't you have something out now? Yes. Uh, no? it's not out yet. It's a uh, it's, it's a coming. collection of erotic fairy tales. Right. And I'm going to okay. release it soon. I just have to finish off the formatting. Okay. All right. Remember I'm waiting. That, I know I you have something. It. Yes. And we'll discuss it when you, you know, on the show when you get it done. Because I knew you said you yeah, had something. Okay. I, you know, the months go so fast. I mean, it's really weird mm-hmm. how that is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one minute. It's December. Then the next it's going to be March. You know, it's weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. So, all right. So, and thank you to everybody listening, and have a good night. And Bennett, be, Bennett, be well. And Elizabeth, thank you. I have yes, no definitely. choice. I've got you guys in my life. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Feel good. And right, uh, by care. the way, today, I've just got a notice over the loudspeaker in my apartment, and they're saying, yeah, there's snow tomorrow. With both of you, please be careful. The snow is getting bad. Uh, oh, the, 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 the groundhog. Uh, this is the groundhog's uh, revenge. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a new show, new show house. Okay, thank you. Okay, I right. thank you, lady. All right, bye bye. Okay, you take bye. care too. Okay, bye bye. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.